There are shows in this world that we will never fully understand, understand, except Ghost Adventures. We have watched every episode to build our obsession, our fandom. Watching alongside each other because no one we know really gives a damn, gives a damn. Watching Zack and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena. This is our podcast. We are Paranormal Kuntas. I didn't know my goblet moved that fast. <laughs> I feel like that's what I sounded like when I was like 12. <laughs> Just all the time. <laughs> Just like walking around. That's pretty accurate. I think so. I think that's why I thought that. Just a little gremlin. I just see a little gremlin now with like your hair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's too perfect. Hey, everybody, what's up? It's me, Leah. And it's me, Bethany, the little gremlin. The little gremlin, Bethany. And we are the paranormal putas. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And we are back, 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 baby, uh, with a personal paranormal experience story from the one and only... Rigor mortis paranormal. Hell yeah. So hang on tight to your butts <laughs> and let's welcome on David, Robert, and Ian. Buddy, we are super, super excited to be here tonight um, and bring to you all the amazing duo of Rigor Mortis Paranormal uh, out of San Antonio. Let's give it up, David Robert. What's up? Hey. <laughs> yes, how y'all doing? Hello, hello. <laughs> hey. So I am David, and this is Robert. We are Rigor Mortis Paranormal. <laughs> we normally have like uh, three more with us, also. Uh, one's our sober guy to keep us. You know, level and bring us back down to earth, and then um, uh, the other two they couldn't make it, but yeah, it's it's uh, I don't know if you're familiar with our um, um, our podcast, but uh, we do some serious drinking <laughs> yeah. instead of thinking, right? <laughs> um, but it's it's awesome because uh, um, we got to meet a lot of amazing people, um, and just the stories that we get alone. You know, and um, it's been awesome. I mean, oh, man, we've been doing this. We've been kind of on hiatus for a while, but we didn't give this up. We're coming back, uh, but it's just, uh, yeah, we can't give it up. It's yeah. too fun. <laughs> yeah, we're just a little slow to, to uh, do things sometimes. So. <laughs> we get it. Oh, so much. <laughs> There's so much going on. And, and again, that's why we want to thank you for taking the time tonight. Um, I know working around schedules and everything. So this is really cool of y'all to be here with us and really to, to share with us your personal paranormal experiences and what kind of brought y'all to this point in your lives. Cause y'all it's a, it's a family affair, right? Like everybody involved is is family. So everybody's a believer or, uh, you know, really invested in this. So if y'all don't mind sharing with us, what, what was your first experience with the paranormal and, and yeah, break it down. Yeah. I think, uh, first, uh, may have been, yeah, Burton, I think Burton, yeah, well, uh, on the south side of San Antonio, I won't say the address, well, I don't remember it anyway, but I know it's on the street called, it's Burton Street, um, and uh, we actually lived in a house that was, I'd say it was actually pretty haunted, if anything, um, and it, it was just creepy, there were so many things that happened in that house that, uh, I think from there, you know, we, I think later in the years, we just kind of found that, I think my mom, something, I guess was really may have been attracted to her because it, it didn't matter where we moved. Like we would see ghosts here and there, nothing, you know, too crazy, but, uh, but still, I mean, just seeing a ghost was, you know, bad. Uh, but it really pretty much started in that house, I would say. Um, and I don't know, uh, at 71, 72, something is way back. I mean, when the oh, dinosaurs roamed, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was way back. Yeah. Yeah. It was around there, probably around 72, 71. Yeah. Um, uh, and that was a crazy house. I mean, we did hear uh, all kinds of crazy things in that house. And um, uh, one real cool thing about that house is because there was like 
uh, with me and Dave, I think at that time, and the rest of our family, it was eight for the longest until Nate came along. So it was actually 10 with my mom and dad. So um, we were a tight-knit, broke family. <laughs> so that makes it even cooler. You know what I mean? Uh, and um, uh, there were just so many things that uh, happened in that house. Uh, I remember... Uh, I'll let you give yours day because yours, his is kind of cool, but mine is it's not it's cool. His is actually better. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there were ten of us. How many brothers? Like uh, is me? Well, now it's like six, but at the time it was five. It was right? five boys and three <laughs> girls in the family. So uh, so at the time we had this uh, uh, in the backyard. I was laying down in the grass. I was like about three foot high because. And there's all the brothers, but nobody cut the grass. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wanted to cut the grass or the weeds. Yeah, because, uh, uh, well, we didn't have nothing to cut it with the machete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was laying in the grass. I'm sorry. I'm laying in the grass. And I must be probably around five or four years old. And I do remember this. Um, when I was sitting in the grass, um, I was looking up at the sky, you know, kid stuff. And... I heard somebody call my name, but it was like a hard whisper, but like a woman's voice. It was more like, like that. And I shot up real quick, like sat up. Obviously I can't do that. No. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I shot up and I heard it again. Same voice, same exact thing. I went running into the house because I was scared, you know, uh, and and when I was running into the house, my mom was opening the door. And this is where David gets uh, tells you about that with my mom, uh, that I think something was connected to her because that wasn't the first place that we had problems. But uh, um, last place, I, I apologize, but it was one of the first places that we started seeing stuff and hearing. So I ran in and when I ran in, my mom told me I heard that, too. And that was it for me. I mean, that was my, you know, that I had the most uh, with that house. The, the, I mean, we heard stuff, you know, but it just, it contributed to a lot of things, you know, the, you know, it was an old house, rats. I mean, it just could have been anything, but it was a crazy house because when David, he, yeah, you got to tell him that one, bro. Well, so yeah, there was one time where, and I guess this is probably the scariest thing that happened to me as a child. Um, um, I, I was playing in the room in my parents' room. And uh, I don't know, I was just playing with a little car or something on the floor, who knows. And um, I remember looking up, though, at this mirror because a mirror started kind of rattling. Um, it's like, a, so there's like a, I, I, maybe I should back up a little, there's like a dresser drawer that, uh, the ones that, you know, it's got like four drawers high and it's kind of narrow. And then on top of it, it, it had like a big mirror, you know, like uh, it's maybe two feet wide by three feet tall, something like that. And uh, so anyways, just leaning up on there and it starts to rattle and I looked up and I'm like okay what in the world is going on and before I know it it actually jumps upward it goes up and then it moves forward and then it just kind of flies forward and lands face down um and I'm like holy cow so freaking out on this and I went to go tell my mom and stuff and we came to the room but we picked up the mirror and uh when we pick up the mirror it just it starts to shatter the whole thing and uh it just it was just weird because and I, it did not just fall down. It didn't fall over or slide off. It actually went up and then it moved forward and then it just fell, like it flew forward a little bit more and it fell down. I'm like, okay, this is crazy. Um, so that was probably the scariest experience. Well, one of the scariest experiences. Another thing that happened to me, and this could have just been, maybe I had a bad heart already to begin with, but um, there was one time where I was laying on the bed and suddenly I just could not breathe for nothing. Um, just, I was trying to as hard as I could breathe I start flopping around like a fish out of water and uh and I think my brother was looking at me like uh, one of our older brothers and he's just looking at me like he's like Dave what's up yeah, he's like what's up with you like kicking me and stuff I'm like I can't breathe I'm turning blue and stuff I'm just like flopping on the floor like panicking and all of a sudden just you know I was able to get air and I'm like I don't know if that was anything haunted or not that part, but it's just there was always something happening in that house. That's also where my parents, mom and dad, um, they were asleep one night. And uh, and I'm sorry, I'm going into their story now, too, but uh, it was just such a cool story. But um, anyway, they were laying on the bed and they were asleep. And my mom said she started to feel the, the blanket being pulled downwards, like somebody's pulling it towards their feet, you know. And my, my dad, she wakes up my dad and then like it's moving again. 
And uh, so they both start grabbing it, and then it starts. They start pulling on it hard. So the get the blanket's getting pulled really hard, and all of a sudden it just like they yanked it off, and it flies across the room. And uh, so I'm like, okay, this is it just, that house was just it. It was insane. It was a crazy house. I mean, there were just a lot of little things that happened. But the mirror flying, I think, was probably the the craziest thing um, that happened to me, at least in that house. But here he is. Oh, so uh, yeah, Ian uh, is, does a, our sobering thoughts segment on the podcast. Uh, he kind of keeps us sober because he doesn't drink, so uh, keeps us kind of in line too. But uh, I try. I try. Um, it doesn't always work. Sometimes you get a little too angry. <laughs> <laughs> Will you uh, introduce him so that way the audience can know that he joined us? Oh my God! Yes, this is Ian. That's your job. Uh, yes, this is uh, Ian. Ian does the uh, sobering thoughts segment. So uh, yeah, we'd like to welcome him. Uh, just uh, showing up here a little late. So, yeah, sorry about that, guys. Thanks for oh, it's all good. Welcome, Ian. <laughs> we were just talking about uh, their first paranormal experiences. Oh right, right. Are you guys? Uh, can I hop in on this? Yeah, right? I'm some of this I um yeah for me I um I unfortunately I don't have as many as these guys do they had a lot of paranormal experiences compared to me but well, it's because we're old yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but I do remember one time uh, we were staying in New Orleans right New Orleans yeah um Ooh. I think I was thirteen which means my oldest little sister would have been two and yeah, the youngest one would have been. Basically a newborn, right? A newborn. I think a yeah. newborn. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah, my uh yeah, so my oldest sister was two years old and then the youngest one was a newborn. We were staying at a pretty tall hotel. Not really tall. We were staying at a hotel in New Orleans. And um we were I mean obviously New Orleans has a rich history, a lot of paranormal stuff. Uh, that we went, yeah, we were seeing like a lot of paranormal stuff in New Orleans and uh so what, what, what did we So say? yeah, so we went to uh, so that day actually uh, earlier in the day we went to go visit uh, the they, we did a tour uh, where they you get to see um, uh, Madame Laveau actually which for those that are unfamiliar Madame Laveau is uh, actually uh, she brought she brought voodoo to the United States and uh, um, so anyway we went to go see her cemetery and because uh, I I love that stuff and I was like that's so cool. My wife was deathly scared. She was like, I'm staying in the bus, the tour bus, but she yeah, didn't get holy water. Yeah, the whole nine. <laughs> but uh, Ian, you know, being a little kid, he was excited and, you know, he got down and, you know, we went to go check it out. And it was pretty cool. I mean, because, uh, you know, there, I don't know, you know, you've heard of the where she's at, but um, they, a lot of people do claim to see stuff walking around at night. And uh, although we didn't see anything that day, but it's a daytime and yeah, and, and it's weird seeing in New Orleans because of the uh, the water line there that they have to have a lot of cemeteries above ground. Yeah, which uh, was really fascinating to see. Um, I mean, because you, you, it's not just like you know mausoleums or anything. Mausoleums. Yeah, mausoleums. Yeah, yeah, it's not just mausoleums because there are literally like stacks of, I guess, caskets like just in in concrete. In tombs, yeah. yeah. Tombs. In tombs, yeah. It's all yeah, because they bury above ground there, I guess. So. It's a weird experience, but um, yeah. So we went to to there, and we just they took took us all over to the most haunted spots in New Orleans. Um, and so it just so happened that night, um, we and in the room that we're staying at, in our hotel, there is it, it's not the highest floor, but there, for some reason there was no room above us. It was um, I think hallway or something like that, um, and. Well, my dad, he had a, a little bit to drink that night. He was a little, little tired. Yeah, oh, I know. There's a bunch of winos over here. <laughs> and so Whoops. that night we got back to our uh, hotel room, and he just passed out pretty much. <laughs> and uh, we, the rest of us were pretty tired. He's like, yeah, we'll turn into might as well. And um, so we had one of those little, little fancy hotels. It was um, there's a, a bedroom and like a living room area, and I was sleeping in the living room area with those pull-out couches that they have. Um, and uh, everybody else was sleeping in, in the bedroom. And um, I just I, I fell asleep. And you know those dreams that you get when you're, like, you're falling and, like, you just kind of, like, land in your bed? Like, you get, like, shocked awake? That happened to me. And then I heard, like, furniture moving above me. And it was, like, weird because it's, like, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. There shouldn't be anybody moving around up there. And, again, there's no bedroom above us, no, no hotel room. It's just emptiness, hallway, whatever. And so we were like, really, I was like, well, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden, I hear my 
youngest baby sister bawling, absolutely like crying her eyes out, like, I don't know, like desperately needing help almost, it sounds like. Um, and so I jump up and I'm like, I run to the, the room where uh, the rest of the family is at. I'm saying like, what's going on? And I, this is where it gets fuzzy for me. I don't know, my mom's told the story a bunch of times. I don't really remember the specifics. I think, didn't, didn't they hear a voice? Well, yeah, so she heard, so my wife heard, which is his mom, um yeah. at the same time so so i guess he heard furniture yeah. moving around my daughter woke up yelling and my wife said she heard a whisper in her ear um i don't i don't remember what she did well she didn't know what it said it was just she heard whispering and so all of it happened like at the exact same time and they all jumped up and got up <laughs> at the same time uh which was i don't know it was just weird um, yeah you know. so i mean obviously I'm, I'm 13 at the time and i was like I was scared, and my sister was crying, and it made everything worse, and all of was like, you know, she was screaming, you know, she's a big scary cat, so she told me to sleep with them that night in the room, so I'm like, okay, I mean, he was barely conscious. So. <laughs> of course, this, the whole event was my fault, because, oh, yeah. well, I wanted to go see Madame Laveau. And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So that, that, was probably, that was probably the first experience that I had that could be considered paranormal, and it... I mean, it's not, not like a lot, not scary, the scariest thing probably, and it's not as drastic. For me, I think I would be way more scared. I mean, I was scared, but I would have been even more scared seeing a, a, a photo drop, jump off the wall <laughs> the way that he did. But um, but that was that was an interesting experience for sure. I mean, one that uh, definitely helped amp up my interest in, in the paranormal. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, so that's kind of interesting, I think. Yeah. That's really cool. I love, uh, we're, we love New Orleans. We're trying, like, if I could go every year, I would. Uh, oh, yeah. Really just to try to experience something paranormal, which hasn't no, really yeah. happened yet. The but Myrtle Plantation, that's a nice one. Yeah, 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 yeah. the Myrtle Plantation. There you go. That's oh, cool. man. Ooh, we haven't <laughs> done that, yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> and they're always getting hits over there. That's, that's a crazy awesome. place. I, we actually interviewed uh, um, a lady who had a ton of stories about the uh, that place, and um it, it's really cool it's an awesome awesome uh spot we try to interview uh the main people there but they just been so busy and stuff i mean they really didn't have time for fellas like us but man they, they, it's an awesome spot if y'all can get there oh man yeah no that would be cool yeah it's a great suggestion oh yeah um <laughs> so now that we have your first paranormal experiences what were some of like the ones that really stuck with you were like the most profound for you Oh man, I I have one, and it's when I uh, actually this happened in like in two thousand eight, somewhere in that vicinity. I I used to work at a school at night. I was a janitor there. I would clean up, and um, janitors always have the best stories. <laughs> yeah. We know everything. No, anyway. Um, what happened was is um and i i, I don't know if uh i mean I, can, can i give the name of the school i don't know if that's a no no it's up or, to you <clears throat> oh no it's it, well because it's it's been around for a while the name of the school is uh um god what is the name of this <laughs> <laughs> well can you give it <laughs> are, are you making it up as you go it's still it was a uh, steel elementary it was named after uh one of the uh the teachers there that she was uh supposedly like a really like devoted teacher that they named it after her name was laura still and that's off of uh out there towards steve's and new Braunfels out that way anyway um that school what they did is they had the old part the old part was built like in 1940 and so they have this uh the old part is just was just two stories it was the first floor and the second floor so what they did is uh they they had this big bond that went through in 2001 or something so they got to build another section to that so they built another wing it was a two-story but it was lower than the uh than the the first uh the original building so and the reason i'm explaining this it, it does come into play um so technically after that the second floor became the fourth floor uh of the original building it was the fourth floor the new building the third floor then you go back to the first floor and the old one and that's a third one 
and then on the new wing, the 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 second floor was the first wing. So it it's uh when you're going down the halls on the new wing, you have these little. It's like an L shape, right? It's an L shape. You go from one hall, and then you have to make a turn into another. So there's a doorway there. Um, and you take these little stairs to get to that hallway to get to the other. Okay, that's what I was doing. I was working uh, on the floors there. I was polishing them. And I had my head down. And when I had my head down, uh, my peripherals, <laughs> my, I'm looking down and I can see somebody up here. I'm not concentrating, but it's not supposed to be there because it's, this is, we're talking like 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. All the doors are supposed to be shut. So, there's no one supposed to be it. And all this always happened when I was by myself. It was weird. So, yeah. And so, like, I'm seeing, I think I see somebody there. So when I look up, they're at the top of those little stairs that go, like I said, it's a, it's an L shape. So when I look like this, it's weird to explain. It's kind of hard because the only part that I saw was, like, if you're taking a step, but your, your leg's behind, and that step was going into the, like, where you couldn't see it because it already made the L. Yeah, but it is weird. It's because I'm looking at this and I saw it to my two eyes. I'm like, whoa, you know. And then the it was a lady, and it looked like they were wearing like a tweed um, skirt, but it was like like past their knees. Uh, and like the only way I can say is like nursing shoes. They were like black. You know what I'm talking about? Like way back in the day, like past the you know. So I saw that and I turned the machine off and I went running out there. And when I ran up there, that wing should have been shut down. It was. It was all dark, but it had stairs. So I ran down the stairs. I went all over that side, and I was checking all the doors to make sure, and they were all locked. And I, there was no one, especially a lady in a tweed, you know, uh, dress. So what they're saying is that building is haunted by that lady because she loves uh, that school so much. Nothing never malicious. It just freaks you out, you know, so... Another time, obviously, I was alone, and I was leaving home early. They told me, uh, since I was the only one at night, I used to park my truck in the front because I could set the alarm, and I'm out of there. So uh, my, since no one was there at night, they told me, just finish and go home, right? And so I said, okay, cool. So um, I, I was running through that building there, and uh, I did same thing. It's on the old wing, it's, but it's on the bottom floor. Um, I'm in one of the rooms, and it's an old school room. I mean, like, if you go in, they have that back where you hang up your coats, but there's not a door back there. There's just like a wall, and you can go in through both sides. So <clears throat> I'm going through all that wing right there, and I'm finished, man. I'm ready to go. I'm not even thinking about, um, um, I'm just like, hey, it's, it's man. <laughs> After this, we're going to go bust one, so I'm ready to go, right? So, so I'm walking to the car. I set the alarm. And uh, I'm walking to the car and to my truck. And when I'm walking to it, I hear like midway to my truck. I mean, it's right in my sights, man. I'm like, yeah. I hear on the window. like so, It's like if somebody's trying to catch your attention. Like, hey, don't go. Like they got to catch. Hey, wait, wait. You know, so I heard boom, boom, boom. Like that on the window. But it was like, because you're hitting the window. <clears throat> I remember like all my blood, it just felt like cold. And it was leaving my body. And I stopped. And I said, I guarantee you, if I turn around, I'm going to see something I don't want to see. <laughs> so I climbed in my truck and I put my head down and I was like, I didn't even want to look that way. I didn't want to look that way. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, no, I don't want to look that way, please, because there's going to be something. I know my luck. It's going to be something. And it's not going to be something nice. So I stayed there and I did the dumbest thing. <laughs> I called my wife, right? And she's, uh, she's out, uh, at the bingo or something. She's mad because I'm calling her, man. You know, I couldn't hear the last number. <laughs> Damn it, Robert. <laughs> but she did get me back to my bearings because she told me, hey, you never know. Maybe there was a kid that fell asleep. And I'm talking, it's like 9 o'clock at 9. I was like, somebody should have came for their kid if they, you know. But then it, to me, it sounded like, yeah, you know what, though? What if there is somebody that is asleep in there? Maybe I missed it, but how, man? I mean, I, I know I didn't. So I ran back in, unset the alarm, ran back in, and I remember <laughs> I didn't see nothing in there. There was nothing, but I swear I heard that banging like somebody was trying to catch my attention, right? So I go back out, 
I grind in my truck. I set the alarm real fast, and I just cover my ears and close my eyes. Just, you know, I don't want to hear nothing. So I get to my truck, and I'm gone. But it was weird because it was honestly like somebody was trying to catch my attention. And and um, it's weird because, like, I worked at that school probably another year or so. And um, we heard, like, noises and stuff like that. But that was the only really crazy times that I had from there. You know, it just, I would have, like, Another time when I was by myself and it was on Halloween, I went to the fourth floor and got off on the elevator. And when I was done with that wing, I came back and the elevator was coming up. There was no one in that building. So I'm like, maybe I just attributed to maybe I pressed the button by an accident. I know I didn't. So it's just crazy stuff like that. But anyway, uh, yeah, that was my most freakiest. I mean, yeah. That's good. Schools already freak me out. So I hear a spooky story about a school like we went to really old schools here in Austin, like they were once junior highs or uh, high schools or other buildings. And so we always heard stories of them being haunted. So that's really cool because I've always wanted to experience that. (laughs) Several here. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Why schools? I mean, I can understand hospitals being haunted, but why? Insane asylums too. Yeah. Insane asylums. But why schools? I mean, I don't know. Schools are scary. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, school is a very stressful place for a lot of people. A lot of traumatic experiences happen at school. So, I mean, maybe that's why. Yeah, it could be. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh, my brain hurts. I had to learn some more math today. <laughs> it's traumatizing now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, that's true too. I mean, the, the, and and they're cool though. I mean, schools. It's like you said, hospitals, and they should have been like you know. Those are the more ones that, and we've had some cool stories from the hospitals also. We we actually have, uh, I don't know if y'all been on our, our website, but we have a gallery there also. And it's got some really cool, man, people have just been so awesome sending us uh, photos, some of them connected to what, uh, you know, some of the um, stories that we have. But uh, anyway, I'm sorry, man, I'm going on. I'll keep going, man. <laughs> well, what about you, David? What's uh, What was your profound or big one um i think the big one for me was when i was about 12 um we were we used to go up to lubbock a lot and um um we used to when we were kids uh yeah we used to go work in the fields and chop cotton and stuff and we were like uh we were slave workers we worked for a dollar an hour um i always remember that we got paid a dollar an hour because we were kids even uh, back then that was like yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah. around venomous snakes and stuff yeah, we, we, no, yeah, no labor laws for kids back then man we ran into a lot of rattlesnakes man we just had to try and chop their heads off real quick but uh but anyway so i was uh we lived in a house like so and that's the other thing they'd cram like as many families as we could oh, yeah, in one house yeah. So, so yeah we were a family of nine uh we stayed with another family of like 13 um, and then we were in like a two bedroom, you know, small apartment, you know, so yeah. <laughs> it, you just, when you'd go in there, just like bodies laying all over the floor. Yeah, you have to watch where you step. It's like a, a Tetris, right? Yeah. We had to sit there just have to sit So it was yeah. crazy, but yeah. But anyway, so this one time, you know, I guess everybody was out. I don't know why I was home that day, but it was me and this other, uh, one of the other families, uh, uh, he was a good friend, uh, growing up and stuff too, but, um. It was him and I playing in the back. I don't know where you were at either. No, but right? that's Andrew. Yeah, but, yeah Andrew. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we were, you know, just we were being kids. We we're doing, you know, the, the usual things that you see in movies, you know, from old times. We we're burning ants with a magnifying glass and stuff like that. We we're just being bratty kids, uh, trying to start fires and stuff. But uh, uh, anyway, we went to the back. There was like a little shed, and it had that. The, there were it had those tin walls, like uh, you know, those really cheap tin. Um, but that's the way the walls were and, and the, the roof. And it was just a small shed. Um, and anyway, uh, him and I were just hanging out back there. And all of a sudden, um, and here's the other thing. there's uh, There was one house next to us, and that was it. The, other than that, there's no houses close by. And that one house, they were more like uh, teenagers that lived there and older, you know, and, and you know, grown-ups. And it was a little bit away from us. It wasn't very close either. But anyway, so... Uh, so anyway, my friend and I, Andrew, were, were playing in the back there, and that all of a sudden we hear like a, a baby crying, um, and it sounded like you know one or younger. I mean, it sounded like almost like a newborn baby just crying their lungs out, but right in back of us. And we're like, "Well, hold on a second. And we, you know, behind us was just the wall. It's that tin wall. So we'd have to go out of the the, the little you know shack and go to the back, you know, go see what's behind this wall." Because, you know, we just hear this baby crying loud and, and it's we're like, 
collect my thoughts thinking this has got to be, there's got to be a logical explanation. And as I'm saying that, my friend was fast at running. And I, <laughs> before I could even finish, you know, when I'm like, hold on, let's think this through. Before I can finish the sentence, he's already in the back. He's inside the house. I mean, he just, <laughs> he jet. And I'm like, okay. And I, I start kind of walking slowly. And I'm like, nah, I'm getting out of here. So I ran. And then we both came back outside, though, after a while. We're like, okay, let's get brave and look around. We went around the, to the back of the shack. There's nothing there, and there really couldn't have been anything up against the wall either because there are a bunch of weeds growing up against this building. So we're like, okay, so there's nothing here. There's no baby. We look down in the back, and there's really, like I said, there's nothing nearby. Um, there was like some roads, but way, I'd say maybe... It was a pit. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a pit. It went down and stuff. So there's really, there's nothing. There's nowhere for a baby to be. So we went to the neighbor's. Uh, we were thinking, well, maybe there was a baby, but even if there, even if so, there's no way it could have been right there. But we thought, well, maybe. So you know, we would go to the neighbors and we're like, hey, y'all missing a baby, you know? <laughs> and uh, but you know, they're like, no, there's no baby here. It's like I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but anyway, so that was that to me. That stuck with me, <laughs> scared the crud out of me because uh, I mean, to hear a baby crying and there's no baby there, that just that was freaky and that that really stuck with me um that, i think that's probably the scariest thing that, that i experienced oh for sure that sounds horrifying like i'm already <laughs> yeah. that, that's insane um do you have any ideas or theory of what you think that might have been or any ideas you know i don't know supposedly um i think that house was haunted too i don't know how we always wound up yeah. in haunted houses or it was just us bringing it uh, because yeah, I, I would think that also because like maybe that we're a little bit more sensitive to hear or prone to hear that, and, and like when we're sober. But like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but honestly though, because it, it, I, it, I'm not saying that because it's weird. Uh, like now that I don't recall, it's slowed down. I mean, I haven't yeah. uh, heard or I mean, there'll be times where I think I see something. I'm just saying, man, you're just getting old, man. That's it, you know. And and but back then it was weird because um it, there was always something associated with that i mean back in the day especially like if you ever hear the old timers talk about the chusas and whatever have you like la llorona and stuff like those are awesome stories and 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 um um those are really cool but the old timers they got it going on because i think they see more crazier stuff and and um i'm talking about the real old timers those guys that you know are the ladies who tell, I mean, they just, uh, it's, I don't know, man, it's just so crazy because when we were growing up, we would hear stories and you, the people who had told them either they're great storytellers or this is something that may happen to them. And that was, like I said, that we got real involved with paranormal. Um, I've always loved it. When I was a kid, I used to buy oh, yeah. those Daniel Cohen books and stuff like that. And it was crazy. And, and, um, you ever mess with a Ouija board? Or? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that typical uh, 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 old Mexican family right here, you couldn't be with the Ouija board, you couldn't see the exorcist. And to this day, I've never seen the exorcist. Oh, <laughs> mama, open my eyes, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if your mama no. has something to do with it. it I think so, yeah. It just because I think she was more sensitive to that. But I don't well, know. Well, that house, too, though, that was, I don't know if you remember <clears> Steve, Gara. Um, well, the, uh, my, my friend's older brother, um, uh, same thing, that same house where there was like 40 of us in there. Um, there was one night where, again, I don't know where we were, but, um, or maybe it was in the morning or something. I don't remember what time of day it was, but, um, I do remember he was saying he was there, I think, and Melissa was there, our sister. Um, and these, these, uh, all the cupboards in the kitchen started opening and closing. They were slamming. Um, and they, he just ran out. They ran out of there, but. Um, but it was the same house, so and the same one where I heard the baby crying. And that was a, the same one where they said, "I, one of the, one of the strangers sleeping on the ground." They were telling us that they one of the. Oh, I'm sorry, man, but because there were so many of us, I didn't know anybody in there. But there was one of them was saying that they saw a, a witch or like a dead woman's face, a witch, but they were like cursing at him or something like that. Do you remember that? And that just scared the hell out of us. <laughs> bad things happened there. Um, um, we had to. Um, all of us were in that house, and we we were by Lubbock. We weren't in Lubbock. We were in a town called Brownville, 
and there was yeah, this, not Brownsville. Yeah, Brownfield. Brownfield. <laughs> and, and they had this huge uh, tornado that was not far outside of where we were at. And uh, it's crazy because um, we're looking out and we're seeing uh, this guy's van that's there and it's rocking back and forth. So, like, we're tripping, man. I mean, like, we're scared because we're kids. We think we're going to get, you know. And blown away. <laughs> we can win to the West, man. Yeah. So, we don't know. We're, we're like, the house is going to blow away. We don't know, man. I was like, I don't think so. It's so heavy with people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. But it just, what, what I'm getting at is, cause like, um, I guess all the crazy stuff that we saw, especially when we were kids, um, it just it's just fitting for a tornado to take that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that house, uh, it, I believe it was haunted also. And it's just weird. Just we got um, places that shouldn't have been haunted were haunted. We lived in some apartments yeah. um, that um, we lived there a long time. And my mom would come out saying that she saw a lot of stuff or like we would see it. Yeah. That's what I was saying. It's like it's either you guys or like your mom or like some combination of the two. Because it wasn't your mom. Like didn't she do uh, like stuff as well or like she like no. stuff or? Well, she's seen she's seen and heard a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and that, and I, I don't know. Maybe that's why we see stuff yeah. every once in a while. Maybe because of her or uh, maybe there's something that she passed down. But no, she didn't mess with the. Uh, she didn't mess with any witchcraft or anything like that, but, but my aunt did. Her sister did, though. Her sister was actually a witch. Uh, uh, good dad, but like, yeah, good yeah, witch. That's, that's not, but supposedly with my mom back in the day, um, when she was a kid, uh, the neighbor who moved in next to him, and here's a Lechusa story. This is this one I heard from her mom. I think we heard this one. Like, but it's kind of crazy because at the end, you look at it like, that's weird. So <laughs> obviously, um, okay, the Lechusa is like a, a bird with a witch's head or witch's face. So um, one day there was a neighbor's. Um, my grandmother, when she'd open the door, she'd find chicken bones and writing and just weird, weird stuff on the porch. So she's like, she knew right away it was, you know, Brujuida. So she's like, so my grandmother's hardcore Catholic. My grandma, they're all like, we're, you know, so they get down and they start saying the rosaries and the Our Fathers and they're praying. So when they're doing this, um, it gets worse because they found out the lady next door was a witch, okay? And she was a bully and she liked picking on my grandmother. So uh, long story short, um, one day they came out and there was a whistling, just you know. So what it was, it was a lechuza was flying around the house. This is my mom telling me. And uh, so there's different things that I hear you're supposed to do. Like my grandmother, she doesn't mess around with that. So she just gets on her knees. She starts praying. And she's pulling my mom down. You do that being cover on it. Start saying your prayers. So, but her son, my, the oldest one, he came out and, um, um, you know what Eche Midas means? You go out and you start cursing at it. That's what he did. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what this is. Uh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't know what the language is. Bring it. We're the paranormal putas, man. It's okay. <laughs> but but he's out there and uh, he's cursing at it. So eventually it goes away, right? And um, they said that the the witch that she was just doing stuff like that all the time, just picking on my grandma. Oh, bless you, man. So one day they don't really see her no more. They don't. They're not having problems. So then one day the witch comes to their house and she's knocking on the door. So when she's knocking on the door, uh, and mind you, this is my mom telling me, so I got, you know, my mom, she, I don't know if she was just, but she swears this happens. So the witch, they, she's looks like shit cause she's like sick and like real skinny and she doesn't look, she looks like she's dying. So then this lady has the audacity to come over there and ask for help. <laughs> yeah. But my grandma was like that. She was like, you know what? Yes. So she brought her in, and she said that they were. Uh, they sat her down, and the lady started saying something about that she offended another witch, a more powerful one than her. So while she was talking, she started throwing up. And this is weird, man. My mom and I didn't expect this. My mom said, "Well, when she was throwing up, she was throwing up human hair, like hair from your head. It was just coming out and just like you know that. Yeah, <laughs> it was just crazy. So they called the ambulance. From then on. They don't know what happened to her, but everybody says she 
probably you know died yeah but they said it was pretty bad that it just yeah they were like a barber shop they were just you know there was a lot of hair that's how bad it was they said it was really bad so so they said that that may have been the part where my mom may have been cursed so yeah and sorry <laughs> Uh, they didn't donate the hair either, so <laughs> they didn't do it back then. Yeah, it's a make, make a wig foundation or something. Yeah. They didn't have that back then. Oh, this hair smells weird. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, but that's where they think it may have started. So. She, maybe she got cursed then, you know, that that are she's just always been susceptible to seeing things or and um I think even her mom had some stories, but um it's always cool when you get with these uh because I actually got another one from an older guy, but it was his dad, so you know that was from the eighteen hundreds, man. But it was really good. It was really good. So um um yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, what about uh, you, Ian? What were your big moments? Man, this is where my, my inexperience with the paranormal comes in. <laughs> I, so for me, out of all the paranormal experiences that have happened, I guess, around me, the, the, the few that have, one of the ones that's the most, I guess, profound to me didn't happen to me, but to my sisters. This would have been about maybe a year after I graduated college, um... So trying to figure out what to do with myself and with my life, and so I was still with the family. Um, and my sisters, I think they were still staying in bunk beds at the time. Yeah. And I don't know if you know where I'm going yeah. just now. Yeah, they were bunk um, beds, yeah. But uh, I don't know, and again, I don't know if this happened like the same night or like separate nights, but like within like close time periods with each other. But um, it started with my oldest sister telling us a story about how she saw a like a dark figure um, hovering over. She had the top bunk. No, she had the yeah, she had the top bunk. And then yeah. the younger one had the lower bunk. Right. Um, and so the top one, the the, the top one, <laughs> my older sister was telling us about how she saw uh, a shadow figure <laughs> hovering over her. Like it, 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 where she was laying at, the the shadow figure was like above her, almost looking down on her. And she didn't know what she was looking at. Her she she had her glasses off, and so she saw she thought it was her mom, our mom, um, looking down on her. And so she like squints her eyes and like gets close, and she realizes she's looking at something like it's dark, like she she can't see through it. It's like a black figure, and so she kind of like she freaks out. She backs up and like she I don't know. She closes her eyes, covers her head or something like that, and just waits for it to go away. And eventually she like looks back out and it's gone. And so she tells us the story, and then, well, it turns out um, the younger sister also had this happen to her, like, I think within a couple of days, where, again, it was a shadow figure, but she, since she's in the bottom bunk, she just saw, like, the lower half of it. Um, and again, it's, it's standing right where the, my older sister, my older little sister would have seen it, like, in that same exact position. And so they, they, found, they had the separate experience without telling each other about it, and they both found out that they had the same thing. And this would have been maybe around, I think, a year after our grandfather had passed away. Um, and since he had passed away, we had been seeing, because um, uh, he always loved to chew on um, oh, sunflower, sunflower seeds. seeds. Yeah. And we kept finding sunflower seeds in places yeah. where there shouldn't be sunflower seeds. And right. we kept that. cleaning it up, we kept you know finding it, and we were seeing it everywhere, and no matter how much we cleaned, we would still find it in places where we like, we know we took sunflower seeds out of that area, and here they are again. And, you know, nothing really happened, like, malevolent, like, nothing really, like, insane, but we kind of feel like that might have been our grandfather checking up on my sisters, um, and, and us as a family, and just kind of, like, seeing, like, making sure we were okay, and after that, I don't think we really saw a shadow figure a lot anymore at our house not a lot but i think yeah they did say that they've seen it here and there but it's not not frequent though right right and then actually that reminds me a couple like a year after that a couple years after that we saw 
Um, my, my sisters and their friend were hanging out outside of our house, and this was another, a time where we had um, lights up from either Halloween or Christmas. I think it was Christmas. Uh, Christmas lights. And we had like this kind of like projector that projected onto our, our wall outside of the house. And um, they were like, I don't know, playing, they were recording. And they see like a shadow, like somebody walked in front of the projector like going up against the wall and it, it's the shot like a shadow of a person and like you can kind of see like an outline like of their clothes i remember that like we a, recorded it too didn't we yeah i think there's yeah we actually recorded because they showed it to me i'm like holy cow it looked crazy because you can see part of a, a light it looked like a dress or a woman passed right in front of the 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 light and the thing is we we took stock of because we knew exactly when that happened i think i was there my mom was there my two sisters were there and then our neighbor, our neighbor's kid, and uh, and one of his friends, so like you know, six of us, and we knew where each one of us were at every second, where like where that happened, because everyone was taking pictures, and so we knew where everyone was at, and nobody walked in front of that that projector, but it is a clear, very defined uh, shadow of somebody walking in front of it, and we we could not figure it out for the life of us, and we we called my dad out, and we showed him pictures, we showed him where everyone was at. And we were like, we couldn't figure out who it was. Yeah, um, that one is not like that's less than that. I don't know. We, that could have been anybody that, you know, we don't know who that was, but it just freaked us out because there was no explanation for who or what that could have been or how that could have happened. Because again, like one of my sisters was laying down, the other one was sitting like on the bench with my mom next to her, and then like the other one was like in the backyard, or the other one, one of our neighbors, the neighbor's kid and his friend, they were in the backyard. Like it couldn't have been anybody. Um, and so that, that one was that one actually, and I was there for that. So I guess I can say that was that was my experience. <laughs> I shared in that. Um, another thing, actually, at the same house, and my youngest daughter, just speaking of that, um, when she was about two, um, she would lay in bed and like uh, like she would sometimes she would sleep with my wife and, and myself, and and um, she'd just be laying there. She'd be looking up at the the ceiling fan, and she's like, uh, one time she's like. The fan's smiling at me, and we're like, okay, whatever. And I'm looking at it, and I was like, how can it, you know, can it maybe be a face? I'm like, well, I couldn't really make it out. And then so later on, uh, you know, other days, it, it was just constantly. She's like, you know, the fan's smiling at me again, and the fan saying uh, happy birthday or what was it or something like that. I, yeah, I think it told her happy birthday or something. Um, but um, and then one time she just got she got scared. Like uh, she said, it growled at me. She goes, the fan growled at me. Um, and we were like, oh, okay, you know, hold on. And I'm, I kept looking at the fan. I'm like, can I see a face? I couldn't. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no there's no pattern on there to make like a face or something. Because she kept on saying there was a face like looking at her. And um, and then she started to get scared. And she would cover her face. And, and she did not like it. She would get scared. She was so afraid of the fan. This, until, is, this is the youngest sister, my youngest sister, yeah. by the way. Sorry. And so um, eventually I had to take it out. And the way we got it, too, honestly, um, I... <laughs> And this is kind of dumb, but I it, it was sitting in a trash, you know. Hey, somebody's turning on a perfectly good ceiling fan, and so uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go get that thing. And so I got the ceiling fan because it was, I mean, it was nice. I mean, it was decent. Just but, haunted. Just you know, a little haunted, but uh, <laughs> but hey, it works. You know? A little haunted. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, yeah, I put it up there, and we had it up there for about maybe a year, and um, yeah, she just couldn't. After a while, she's like, I can't. She would cry and. Um, yeah, she couldn't sleep. She'd cover her face, and and um, it, she kept on saying, you know, no, look, it's it's uh, I think it was growling at her or something, and and she was like deathly afraid of it. So eventually, I had to just take it out, and I put another ceiling fan up there, thinking, okay, well, let's see what happens with this new ceiling fan. And um, I put the ceiling fan. She goes, no, she goes, I, I like that one. That's you know, I'm like, do you see a face or? And she's like, no. Uh, she goes, no, I don't see nothing. You know, and I was like, is it talking to you or? She says, no. She goes, it. Nah. So I'm like, okay, I guess it was that fan, you know. Um, I anyway. So that was just another weird thing that happened, and uh, that was I don't know, maybe I don't know, 12, 12 years ago, something like that. But um, yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah, that's wild. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a haunted object, uh, let alone a haunted ceiling fan. So that's really yeah. That was that's weird. It. I wish I wish it was haunted in a way that it would blow really cold air, you know, yeah. when you want it. <laughs> <laughs> drop gold coin, something nice. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Usable, right? Yeah, or a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <Strange> beer. 
yeah, but those basically, um, yeah, those are are most profound. Yeah, uh, the, the, the the ones that are stick out the most, you know. There are little ones in between here and there, but like not like those ones. Yeah, no, that's well, th- those were really intense stories. And earlier, uh, Robert, you said something that kind of you mentioned that like the older generation, I don't know, like saw more, or experienced more, and and I kind of interpreted that in in my own way of thinking of them being like more connected in yeah. a way. And I'm kind of wondering if you have any thoughts or ideas on why that might be. Other than to be honest with you, not be totally honest with you. I mean, the, the net has to do a lot. I mean, there's such easy, accessible things now. Back in the day, I mean, when we were kids, I mean, well, we were too broke to own an Atari. That hadn't even come out yet. I mean, we had those old phones that, like, yeah, by the time you dial 911, you were dead, you know, because of oh, the rotary phones. You know, they take forever. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and, and yeah, but they were. It, you didn't get no drop calls with them bad boys, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you will get other calls at yeah. the same time. They had the party lines. Yeah. <laughs> them old party lines. <laughs> that was always exciting, though. I was always like, ooh, what's happening? <laughs> um, and then I guess back in the younger generation, and especially before that, um, you know, there wasn't much TV. And, and, and so I guess that's how people were entertained. Because a lot of it could be stories, but a lot of it is like folklore handed down from generation to generations. And just like, I guess up to the 50s and 60s, people were still enjoying that, you know. And, you know, like uh, they'd keep their kids entertained like that. And even like we would hear that. And we're from the 70s or 80s, actually. But both yeah. well, 70s when we we're kids. So um, now, I mean... I think, too, I mean, honestly, nowadays in the digital age, I mean, our minds are just so they're 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 always spinning now in other directions where you probably don't have time to stop and think um, like, you know, in the older days. I mean, there were times you can actually have silence, you know, and, you know, focus on reading a book or things like that. Or yeah. um, And so I think your minds, I think I think I mean, your mind was probably a little more at rest to to pay attention to your surroundings a little more yeah whereas now you know everybody's just on their phones or on you may be hearing a ghost you don't even know the ghost is trying to really get your attention that though and then too i guess there were a lot of people who believe uh, a lot more a lot of, of folklores and things like that and and um um it was an awesome time i imagine you know and I don't know if it has to do with just the way people were raised back then by their family. And like, if you were in a tight knit family, you always heard some kind of story. Um, um, well, I mean, at least from us, that's the way my mom would do us, you know, or my, my dad, I mean, he, he uh, yeah, we didn't really get too many stories from him. He did, however, he, he, well, he, he, he liked the ganja, man. So it ain't nothing wrong with that. But so I couldn't really tell if he was just kind of tripping or if he did see something. <laughs> But one time I remember, and he was telling us, uh, and I looked at him like he was from Mars, because he really didn't talk about the the supernatural, nothing paranormal, nothing like that. But he did bring up one time that uh, he was sitting at the kitchen table, and he said, yeah, I'm not going to lie, it was hard, but he said that something pushed the table and knocked him down. And for my dad to say that, you know, it's like, you know, you know, like you you know, and he and he even told me I was high, but I knew what was going on. You know, and you know, that was another hundred house, two grandmas. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, you know what? I'm just rambling now, but I think that's what it is. It's just like it's just how you're either grown up or how you know. Um, but I do think that has a lot to do with it. Now, just everybody's like David said, there's phones, internet, everything, and it just kind of passes us by. But like. It's always awesome to hear those stories from the o- o- older folks, and because they and they tell it right too, man. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't believe it's already pretty much time, guys. Like, hour. Yeah, we ramble a lot. Yeah, that's right. We'll, we'll keep no, going. On that's, that's, <laughs> it flew by. That was so much fun. It was like, fun. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great to hear from you guys too, though. Thanks for reaching out. 
We really oh, of course. You've been on the list. It's taken us some time to restart season five or get it going, but you guys have been on the list since we uh, met you at Paranormal oh, Fest. So. Oh, nice. Uh, we got to kind of tell y'all also what happened with uh, the Paranormal Fest, the last one that we went into. Yeah. Um, all our recordings, every one of our stories that we got were just, we would always get perfect uh, uh, inside our little beer yeah. box yeah and and no we would we get always a good perfect and this this year we got way more of the outside noise and you can barely hear the people so we just had to scrap all that and it's uh, kind of hard because we were, we had some of it but i haven't we haven't been able to get in touch with anybody so ho hopefully you know we can we'll, we'll probably have to let them know the next time we put out the uh the podcast, podcast yeah 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 man sorry to hear that but it's all good. We'll get new ones, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Well, uh, I would love to take a second. And uh, if you guys can tell the listeners where to find you, what you're up to, and all those good things. Oh, yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, definitely, uh, you can find us on our website, uh, www.rigormortisparanormal.com. Or, um, geez, uh, if you need to listen to us, we're pretty much on, on all the... All the platforms, uh, including YouTube and Spotify and uh, Pandora, uh, whatever, you name it. Um, and we don't do a whole lot of social media, but we are on Instagram as well. And so we do have a Facebook page also. Facebook. Uh, a Facebook page also. Um, um, yeah, Instagram. We have the Instagram also. And uh, yeah, they, they can basically anywhere. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, as far as what we've been up to, though, not much. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tell the people where to find your boba shop. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I just opened up a boba shop. It's called 32 Degrees Boba Lounge. 32 Degrees Boba Lounge. Oh, I forgot the name. Oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, but we're right across the street from Madison High School. And um, this is something we just started, my family and I. We're just uh, thinking, yeah, you know, it'd be kind of neat to do something like that. And, well, we finally pulled the trigger on it, and here we are. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, we've got uh, some nice ratings right now. So far, hopefully it stays that way. I think we got a 4.9 on Google. So I'm like, yes. Wow. So uh, um, we had one really bad review. We had a one one star review where um, they came on our first day, and on our first day, we just were not ready for it because all these high school kids came running over and uh, bombarded us, and we didn't know what we were getting into. So, uh, but anyway, other than that, we had all five stars. But uh, but anyway, so. Uh, um, yeah, so cross street from Madison, 32 degrees Boba Lounge. Um, so, uh, but other than that, uh, man, we just were talking about getting another uh, podcast, getting another podcast together. We just haven't done it because we've been everybody's kind of busy in their own direction. Now that we're grown ups, we have to act like it a little bit, unfortunately. But uh, uh, something we miss, so I'm, uh, definitely got to get back into it because uh, we miss it a lot. I mean, it, it's it's something. Hopefully we have on the horizon coming in uh, uh, soon. Yeah, we just gotta get, some, get get a couple of stories together, and uh, and we're gonna get back at it here soon. Awesome! No, awesome! That'll be great. We definitely can't wait. You guys are so much fun to talk to, listen to. So definitely, we want everybody to check y'all out. And really, thank you guys so much for taking the time to chat with us today. It was awesome. Your stories were so good <laughs> top notch <laughs> thank you right on thank you ladies <laughs> <laughs> well thanks guys yeah y'all have a good night and i hope that we talk to you again soon all okay. right sounds good thank y'all so much we thank appreciate you. it and that was rigor mortis <laughs> And they are such a vibe, bro. <laughs> such a vibe. I can talk to those guys all fucking day long. Like, let's yeah. let's head up to the boba shop and let's just fucking talk bro. ghosts. Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> Million dollar idea. Us, those guys, and let's chat crew. Oh, bro, man. bro, bro. That would be It'd be too epic. much. Be it would too be much. too much. I think we'd explode the shop. <laughs> With all the fucking energy. <laughs> uh, 
but man, they again, it's just like, yeah, fucking vibes, bro. Like it was, uh, they were like hanging out with old friends, and I, you know, we yeah. only talked to them twice. So <laughs> I know, I know. So definitely uh, appreciate the crew of Rigamortis Paranormal uh, hanging out with us tonight, um, and again with some really great stories, and, and we hope that y'all enjoyed them as much as we do. Um, and if you did, you probably need a cleanse just like us. So baby sis, help me out. Let's do this. My finger slipped, but you know what? Take that big deep breath in (laughs) and let it out. Let them demons out of your body and put them out into the world for someone else to catch. (laughs) Yeah, bitch. And now you're cleansed. That made me feel real good. Sorry for the next sucker. That's why you got cleansed. But anyways, thanks everybody for hanging out with us and listening to our crazy ass little show. Uh, as Payuge, I'm Bethany. And I'm Leah. And we're signing off with two besitos. From these booty dogs.